You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Spot Money News. Hello and welcome back to this week's Weekly Wrap-Up here on Spot Money News. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford, and on the line today we have our chairman, Mr. Eric Spot. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Jeff, really well. Having a good week here so far. Let's hope it carries on. I agree, I agree. So firstly, let's take a look at China. We can see a lot of economic weakness over there. We had their stock market crashing this summer. And yesterday, we can see China's manufacturing PMI flash fell to 47.1, which is a 77-month low. So what are your thoughts on the ongoing economic weakness in China, Eric? Sure. Well, I mean, I could go back to 08 when uh, China had a huge stimulus program during the crisis plus a huge lending program, way outsized is their GDP. And I think they're kind of paying the price for that now. Uh, we see, as you mentioned, the uh, signs of economic weakness. We see the uh, market crashing. I think it's almost at a new low overnight here. There's sort of chaos going on <laughs> because I think everyone came into the market. Now everyone wants to get out of the market. The losses must be staggering. I think I saw a number, something like $3.7 trillion has been lost in uh, the Chinese market in the last few months. So that is not a small sum of money in the world, in a world context. So, And then, of course, with, with China coming along and devaluing to try to solve their own issues, it's put uh, great stress on everyone else. So China is a huge factor in terms of, you know, where this world is going. And I might even move on to, you know, the fact that most markets are crashing, quite frankly. We have so many countries where stocks are down 20%. We're even seeing signs of it in the U.S. market here with the very brutal sell-off in the last two weeks. Lots of markets are really coming, and stock markets are coming under a lot of pressure here. So, Eric, let's take a look at the ongoing devaluation of global currencies. What are your thoughts in terms of what we're seeing in the currency war this week? Well, you know, we've seen a couple of announced devaluations this week. Uh, Vietnam uh, decreased their dong by, I think it was 1%. But the more interesting one was Kazakhstan, who came out and said, well, we're going to let the market determine its own value. And I believe the Kazakhstan tengi went down 28% in the day. And we got the Turkish lira hitting new lows. Of course, we got uh, pressure on all these South American currencies. And there's hardly a country in the world where if people had owned gold, they would have been way better off today. I mean, the amount of people that would have benefited by owning gold, whether you're Indian, Chinese, Kazakhstan, Turkish, I mean, it's so many, all the South American countries that are under tremendous currency pressure. And it just looks like everyone wants to have the lowest currency. And of course, in that environment, the need to and reasons to own gold are absolutely staggering. So, the currency wars are heating up here. Uh, I think that's had a huge impact on the price of gold uh, recently tipped off by, of course, the Chinese devaluation. So it's going to be interesting to monitor because every country is is going to want to try to stay competitive with China. So I think it portends good things for gold. So, Eric, moving over to gold, we can see China announcing that they bought more gold in July. And likewise, successful billionaire investor Stanley Druckenmiller has took a big chunk of the GLD. What are your thoughts in terms of what we're seeing in precious metals this week, Eric? Well, I think that the China situation is kind of unusual in the sense that they announced at the end of June that they'd increase, I think, of something like 600 tons over the last four years, which nobody really believed. Then they turned around and announced for one month, the month of July, that they added 19 tons. And I'm sort of speculating that they're doing this because of the uh, their rejection 
by the IMF of uh, getting into the universal currency. And I'm not going to be surprised to see China continue to announce what they're buying every month. And let's say they're buying 20 tons every month. I mean, that's, that's a, an almost 10% of the world's mine supply that we never knew somebody was buying. I've always suggested that the demand, fiscal demand for gold is way beyond the supply. We see data from various countries that supply is coming down, whether it's Australia, the U.S., most Latin American countries, the gold production is going down. So I think we're we're setting up here for um, a bit of a squeeze in gold. We see backwardation in the COMEX. We see backwardation in the LBMA. We see the demand for COMEX gold is is very strong vis-a-vis the amount of gold in inventory. So that's great. I think that uh, the fact that Stan Druckenmiller came in and put something like $300 million in the GLD was a bit of a statement to everyone else because he's been such a successful investor. And he's made it, I believe, his largest position now. So uh, it's a huge statement for all other fund managers and investors alike to be very cognizant of because I think it's a bit of a, a sea change out there that, uh, you know, normally there's a leader somewhere. And we even saw yesterday that the GLD added something like uh, 3.5 or 7 tons, which is a very good sign. And I would think that anybody looking at the landscape here has to believe that there's a place in the portfolio for precious metals as stock markets are just getting hammered daily. And where do you put your money and how do you hold your own? You've got currency devaluers, you've got stock markets going down. So I think the stage is set for a, a continuing run in gold. And I'm glad to see that people like Stan Druckenmiller can see it the same way. So let's uh, let's hope we have a great week coming forward. Anson, Derek, as usual, we always appreciate your insight here on the weekly wrap-up, and we look forward to speaking to you in the weeks to come, Eric. Okay, Jeff, all the best. Thanks. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the weekly wrap-up here on Sprout Money News. Have a great weekend.